Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. I might create a new game. I looked at creating a game that just had four pockets on. I looked at a table, we started playing it. I went, you know what, I like this. It's a cross between Paul and Snooker. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. Off the Ball Breakfast. Ireland's Sports Breakfast Show. Now to the reigning Camogie All-Ireland Champions. I'm delighted to say we have manager Matthew Toomey and superstar Amy O'Connor with us this morning. You're both really welcome. Amy, how does that sound to All-Ireland Champions? <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, I don't have much of a voice now today, so I apologise in advance. <laughs> no worries, no worries. What has the week been like for you? Uh, brilliant. Chaos. Um, yeah, it's it's fantastic. You know, uh, we were still still going yesterday, rowing Hannah Looney down the Lee, so uh, celebrations are in full swing. Did you say you were rowing her down the Lee? <laughs> yeah, that's what we did yesterday. Uh, so Hannah Looney's dream was to be rowed down the Lee with Theo Duffy. Um, so we organised that for her yesterday and uh, yeah, it was, it was a great laugh. Oh, that sounds pretty amazing. Matthew, how's the week been for you? Mental. Um you know, like obviously there was a great turnout you know, when we came home. Um, they were meant an awful lot, like, but I, I just think just, I suppose, the relief, you know, the body, you know, starting to feel it a bit, you no, know, you know, just all the pressure that was been on for the last few weeks is just draining away, you no, know, slowly, like, but look super proud of all the players. It was, you know, savage performance to have on the biggest day. It was an incredible performance, and everybody did what they were supposed to do. From your perspective as a manager, that's, I presume, uh, a great relief. But there must have been, as you say, quite a lot of pressure when you're heavy favourites like that. Yeah, I, I, I think we've been under pressure since the, the first um, round of the Iron Series. We got beaten by Galway. We, we've been under pressure, even like on paper, we probably should be beaten down with all due respects to them. But we were under fierce pressure. So, game by game, the favourite tags. Like coming to the final, I don't think we even referenced this. We we had a good meeting last Friday, and you know, I I think the one performance we had this year that was we were very very disappointed was the Warfare game in the Munster Championship. And um, we've lost three other games as well, but we we thought we did okay in them games. It was just a conversion rate, but like the, the Warfare game was a very very poor performance by us, and we were able to use that as a spur for ourselves. Like we we, we said to the players, I think since January that there was someone was going to get a hammering. We we could see the way we were. Um, creating chances, but we just weren't taking them properly. But just on, on, on the last day, like it's it's it's, it's such a relief to have, that they to perform the way they should do in the biggest stage. Then. I think Matthew, there was a I think was it yourself talking about speaking to Laura Tracy after the final last year and uh, trying to I guess deal with the with the hurt and the pain and and, and turn it into something useful. Like w- was that on your mind heading into the final on on math on, on uh, at the weekend? Like or, or even you know though those pain those incidents of pain and even I guess you have a number of defeats to Galway as well which you managed to turn around in the, in the semi so are those little things that you managed to utilise as well? Definitely um, there was like the way we lost the game last year in the final you know it was cruel um, I remember going in, into the, the media room afterwards and it was Laura Tracy came in with me and it was it was horrific but you know even when we came back down to Cork like it's, it's it's a different animal like you know you're just shunned off away from the train station up to the Pearsons who, who looked after us greatly you know to be fair to them but the losses this year as well were tough because I, I suppose people questioned like I, I, like we, we tried to keep away from the players as much as we could but the people questioned the, the players character and uh, uh, that didn't sit with me at all because you know I, I've never doubted their character like we'd see them day in day out um, and, and, and the way they perform and the way that they, you know, they train and everything like that and themselves prepared um, but look, you, you're coming to the final. There's always something in the back of your head. What if, like, you know, and you're, you're you're trying to quell that as much as you can. You know, that that was only my personal thing. Like, I I, I don't think the players had it, but I, I was saying it. I was putting myself under ferocious pressure, I suppose. 
and you're just worrying that they didn't perform to their ability and that, that was my fear you know, I knew if we performed um, to our ability we, we would have been there thereabouts in the end and you can't ask for more than a team in that then as well but um, that was the worry I had coming into it have you become better at dealing with that even Matthew as a as a manager like the pressure and trying to utilise it in the right way I guess as you said probably now towards the end of this week it'll all kind of come to a head because you're, you're realising what you've achieved but that pressure is something you clearly have been able to manage a little bit better Yeah look, I, I suppose last year look Davey Fitz was involved with us, so he he would have taken a lot of that, that kind of flack off, off, off me to be fair to him like and you know his coaching last year like set us up big time this year but I, I like the, the the head coach this year was um um Liam Cronin from Limerick and like the man is a genius like I, I've never you know I I think we were thrown of each other anyway the way our, our thoughts were at the start of the year but he would have helped me out a lot but like I suppose at the end of the day like I, I was the one facing the cameras and, and facing the media like and and that kind of pressure was was tough but like you get kind of used to it I suppose as you go on because you're just trying to my my main concern was looking after the players and making sure they were right and look. Um, everyone in the management had a massive thing in that like, and, and you know it's, it's massive credit to all of them Amy it is a, a, an incredible redemption story and look it, it's Cork so obviously the expectation is that you're going to be contesting All-Ireland semi-finals and finals year in year out uh, top of the roll of honour again at the same time any group who loses successive All-Ireland finals would be forgiven for like okay I've had enough of this now I don't, I don't really need to volunteer for all this hurt and pain and even the way the season went and then for you to face Galway who'd beaten you in a final and Kilkenny who'd beaten you in a final in the quarters and semis like if you were scripting it everybody would be like ah no this is this is all a little bit too this is all a little bit too cliched here what kept you going why did everybody come back this year I suppose genuine love of the game and the desire to win again you know it's been four years in Cork that's a famine for us essentially and I know people might laugh at that but it was um, and there's a, a cohort of us that came into the panel you know, around 2014 2013 and we came into like uh, winning four All-Irelands in five years and you know over the last four years we were kind of saying what is going on here you know we're not winning what's happening um, and, and just to share another desire to win again and have that feeling you know even if it is just for those 20 seconds after the final whistle goes in an All-Ireland final um, but I suppose over the last couple of years we've been building a, a really good group and it has taken us until now to build that group and um, you know it wasn't something that happened over time and um, you know we've some exceptional characters within the team and um, you know it, it's just nice to go training four or five six times a week with people who have the same goal you know we all wanted just one thing um, and we were so focused on that and I think that makes it a lot easier then to come back. Tommy, Amy, how do you manage to score a hat-trick in an All-Ireland final and not realise it until afterwards? How does that happen? <laughs> um, I suppose because everything happens so quickly um, and you're just so focused on the next thing, the next thing, the next thing because that's what we've been doing, especially towards the, the latter end of the year. Um, and I was on the pitch and I was looking up the scoreboard and I think it was four or seven um, at one stage and I was trying to figure out to myself like who's, who scored the, the fourth you know, in my head trying to work it out um, so yeah I, I don't know I don't know how, how it happened um, but just delighted it didn't really matter who scored on the day and I know that's so cliche um, but you know, Fiona Keating put it on a plate for me Katrina Mackey put it on a plate for me so um, no, we're just delighted It'll be, t- it'll be tough to top that as a career highlight yeah, presumably exactly. <laughs> two minute hat-trick in an All-Ireland final it is absolutely the stuff of dreams <laughs> yeah definitely I suppose if you asked me last week to write up my dream scenario I probably wouldn't have even went that far um, you know I would have been just happy to get over the line even if I didn't touch the ball um, so yeah no stuff of dreams definitely uh, am I right in saying you're not from a senior club so it's kind of an unusual path to get to where you are now 
Yeah, I'm from um, Vincent, so we're a, a junior club in the city, and basically the the ruling in Cork, I suppose, is that the senior county champions get to select the captain. Um, so for years it was never going to be possible for me to, to captain Cork, but um, a couple of years ago they entered a divisional team which allowed all of the junior and intermediate clubs in the city play in the senior championship, and we've won two in a row, so that kind of put me forward to be eligible to be the captain. Um, so yeah, a bit of an unusual path, but... Um, it was really nice, yeah. And tell us what it means for Nocknahini as well to have the All-Ireland winning captain strolling around the streets. <laughs> uh, it's a bit crazy. Um, so we, we had a great reception up in up in Vincent's last last Sunday, or last Monday. Um, you know, I'd say that the whole of Nocknahini turned out to, to welcome us home. Um, and it was brilliant. And obviously we had Denise, you know, in the World Cup a couple of weeks ago, which is, you know, phenomenal for an area like ours to, to have, you know, two big sporting events like we've had in the last few weeks. And you know, it's brilliant for the, the children in the area. When I was on the way to, to St. Vincent's the night, we stopped off where I live. And you know, there was kids who would never have had a hurley in their hands, had a hurley in their hands. Um, so it was really nice and uh, it's brilliant for the area and you know it's nice to get some good press for the area for, for a change because nine times out of ten it's probably bad things you know written in the papers about Nocknahini and Churchfield and all these areas so it's really nice But it is a real sporting hotbed of, of absolute Cork talent isn't it? Yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah, it's uh, it's brilliant for the area. And, you know, obviously, like you know, Roy Keane is from the north side. Um, uh, Tomas Mulcahy is from the north side. So um, we're we're very proud of it, and, and it's just brilliant for the area. You'd have played underage soccer with Kitty McCabe, I think, at under 19s level as well, Amy. Like, was it a difficult choice for you? The the Gaelic football, the hurling, or the camogie rather, and and the, and the soccer was it a was it a choice to make? Uh, I thought it was at the time, but it wasn't. Um, so I suppose how it all unfolded was we were playing an All-Ireland final um, and we had a qualifier in Sweden at the same time. So my choice was, you know, do I play an All-Ireland final or do I go to Sweden and play a qualifier? And at the time, I thought it was really difficult. And I remember kind of, you know, crying before I made that decision. But when I look back, it was the easiest decision I ever had to make because I just loved camogie. And, you know, I probably never had the same love for soccer. I, I just played it. Um and you know the joy that I get when I play camogie, it, you know it's it's incomparable. I suppose I do think of the the what ifs, and it's hard not to, especially when the girls were were in the World Cup uh, this year. And you know everywhere you look, their faces are there, and it just reminds you of you know exactly exactly what could have been. Um, but no, very very happy with my decision, and no regrets, and definitely no regrets. I, I absolutely love playing camogie. Um, and I suppose after what we've achieved over the last week, it just kind of makes it all the more special. Yeah, of course. Um, Matthew, it's, it's a good point that the visibility of the women's football team, primarily because of the ad campaign that Sky have run, um, you know, Glenn Dimblex have done a great job, but there's still a bit of extra marketing to do to let the whole country know about the exploits of Amy and her colleagues as well. As somebody who's centrally involved and, and stuck in the middle of it, what's your view on, on how we can accelerate the progress of the sport at the moment? Well, I, I suppose we highlighted a lot during the year. Um, we have four girls who work with dual players, and you know the two associations couldn't even agree to we we three dual caches like that. We had to pick two players each between myself and Shane Renan in the football, and it was one time that I think that our Caram was injured, and we'd only three players, so we had one each, and we got a toss for the third. Like that, that's not doing any good to the women's game. You know that like uh, uh, just. To leave them an opportunity to play the to come again the football, but look, it's great. There was a record crowd there Sunday. It's it's fantastic. Like, but we we played down during the year. We probably about two three hundred people watching the game, and like you know that's that's what it needs. It needs a push like that. Like you know it's it's as as Amy said there. You know it's, it's massive for you know obviously not Nahili and all that Mary, but it's it's a massive for all the young kids in Cork as well. Like my, my own club in Douglas, like they're 
they're absolutely buzzing now as well because they've they've two the two Mackies are from our club as well. So it's just they need to push that on. Um like but the the women's soccer that, that has got um ferocious exposure for the girls and, and like Denise like obviously around the corner for me I mean like it's 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 fantastic. Like. Would your coaching journey like it's it's an incredible achievement as well, Matthew, to be an all Ireland winning uh, coach. Like was your idea as a kid even your teenage years to always get into to coaching I know, I know your career for example would have been cut short your playing career so was that was that the turning point it, it was yeah um, it's actually 30 years ago this month I was just only thinking of yesterday 30 years ago this month I, I had to get a lump taken on my head like and you know, that was the end of my hurling career um, I was lucky Don Douglas they pushed me into the, the coaching there was, there was some great lads down there who just got me involved just to get me out of the host and all that kind of stuff and it took off from there I, like, I went the full way with Douglas up to senior hurling and then I got involved with the, the, the senior Camogie team and Douglas won. You were on Michael O'Regan and with Teddy O'Donovan actually won the lads with us in the management as well. We won the county and I got a phone call in 2014 to get involved with the, the Cork Camogie team to, to train them. And look, that was that was unbelievable. We won the all in the first year. Like, and look, there's been ups and downs and highs and lows with all that as well over the years. Like, but look, it's it's a massive honour. It's something like, to answer your question, it was being Cork Camogie manager over my radar no it wasn't I can tell you that straight like, but when it fell into my lap I, I, I couldn't turn it down so you know, obviously the last two years have been you know, very time consuming and very hard going but look just that feeling on Sunday you know, it was, was it's half six whatever time it was it was, it was uh, unbelievable Does this give you like, as you were saying it's the pinnacle of, of Camogie in this country course but do you have the appetite now to climb the mountain again or or is it is it the type of thing that you say well Jesus I don't want to do that again. That was tough. <laughs> uh, there's, there's, I suppose, you know, when 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 you just finish it for the year, it's it's it's. I suppose, look, when myself, Maria, and the kids are going away on on Monday to France or a holiday, like, and that's that's my goal. No, just to get over there and, and just try. And, as I say, like I would have put a lot of pressure on myself because there was a lot of stuff going on, and I just, you know, I'm looking forward now to having, you know, that I can put my head down and actually sleep a bit, you know, and and that's that's what I'm looking forward to now. And look, we 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 will chat again in there a couple of weeks and see where we go. Well, listen, enjoy whatever's coming next for both of you. It's an incredible achievement, and congratulations! Thanks a million for making the time for us this morning. Thank you very much, lads. Thanks, Pete. Cheers. That's. Uh Legendary now, Amy O'Connor hat trick in an All Ireland final. Uh, we do bandy the word around a lot, but a two minute hat trick in an All Ireland final automatically confers legendary status on you. And Matthew Toomey, the Cork Camogie manager after their All Ireland victory at the weekend. Off the ball, breakfast. Ireland's sports breakfast show.